Welcome, welcome. You're listening to what you know to be the Faith, Fitness, and Freedom podcast. And I'm your host, Rebecca Tabert. And in this episode, I want to share with you a transition that will be happening in this uh, podcast and uh, in my business in general. But I want to use this as an opportunity to show you how God continues to, when we seek him first each day, when we do our best to walk according to the direction that he is leading us, when we abide in him and him and us, then we can be certain that we're hearing his small, still voice. We can be certain that he is directing our steps. And this is an example of that. So I want to break it down for you and kind of give you the, the, the backdrop so that you see that not only you get informed as to what to expect from this podcast going forward, but also so that you can see the parallels in your own life and be encouraged in your faith walk. So becoming kingdom fit is a word um, or words that God has given me and really continues to cultivate the understanding. It's been an evolution over the last 12 months or so. And in order for me to share the evolution, I need to back it up a little bit in case you are not familiar and this is the one episode that you happen to stumble upon. So if you're not aware of who I am, I am first and foremost, a daughter of the King of Kings. But my experience, I should say, has been that I also am a former overweight corporate girl, atheist turned Jesus loving, fiercely fit entrepreneur. And I've been an entrepreneur for 13 years now. And this is where I want to show the power of being faithful and how God is so faithful to those that are faithful to him. So my story originally started 20 something years ago and that's when I accepted God into my life. When I accepted God into my life, I was physically uncomfortable. I was emotionally eating. I was a single mom going through a really, I know divorces are always ugly, but this was incredibly ugly. I won't go into the details. That was a long time ago. Um, And I want to honor my son in that circumstance. Not that I don't ever talk about it, but not today. So the, uh, the leap of faith for me was after God had really started to shift. Yes, I ended up with a body I never expected, but I ended up with confidence and courage that was also unexpected. I ended up like deep diving into my personal relationship with God because as somebody that used to persecute, not persecute, but um, I wasn't overt, right? However, I was very vocal when the conversations would come up in that my belief at the time, 20 prior to coming to know the Lord, was that uh, Christians were weak, they needed a crutch, and that's what that was there for, for them, that they, they, weren't just, they weren't strong enough to, to manage life without having that crutch. To like going through that season after I had come to know the Lord about a year later, I was in the, the like heart of this ugliness in my life and just in this desperation for uh, answers as to what was happening and what could I have done differently and where did I go wrong and I was questioning my own value and my self-worth and my confidence had been uh, really torn down and in all of those things it forced me to really deep dive into the Bible and really deep dive into my personal relationship with God and thankfully 
by as I've learned about churches and quote unquote religion, I am grateful that I have had a personal relationship with a God from the very beginning. So I did not experience a church where it was about religion or um, and when I say religion, I think of something like Catholicism, where you don't have necessarily a direct relationship. Don't please don't be offended. I know some people, some uh, Catholicism has changed in that direction, but for the most part, there's you know a priest has got to be in between you and God and, and those types of things. So I, I have not experienced. I've always experienced a church environment where they were loving, accepting, kind. Um, not not justifying our sins, but also really knew the grace and love aspect of God as well. Truth telling with love and grace, which is really what I talk about all the time now. So I'm very grateful for that. And as God uh, continued to work and transform, uh, he helped me also go from, you know, counting dollars for groceries as a single mom to uh, earning six figures in a corporate position in my mid to late 20s. And all of that is by God's work in and through me. All of that is a combination of the work ethic that I had and the willingness to to do anything um, that the role required, right? And or go above and beyond and all of those things. And when he started to plant the seed of equipping and empowering other women, I talked back. I talk about this in more detail in the first couple of episodes, but I was, it was just in disbelief. You know, it was, it was very, (laughs) I think I literally had the conversation of like, Lord, we just got to this place where we are financially comfortable because it was me and I was a hundred percent responsible for my son at the time living in, um, you know, uh, a higher end, if you will, community and thankful for the resources and ability to have that lifestyle, right? And knowing that we had created it by God's work in and through me, it was a lot of, you know, hard work. And all as I could see from where I sat was going to the role of a personal trainer, which is minimum wage, part-time. Well, a few months into God had started to kind of plant these seeds the company that I was working for at the time decided to close the division that they were, uh, that I was responsible for. They sold, they were selling that portion of the business. And as a result of that, they offered me a six month package to stay on board throughout the transition and help them prepare the business for these sellers. And so in that time, that is when, uh, you know, God really started to get very loud, vocal, could not deny it. I had people in my life that believed that it was possible, um, and it only takes one or two. I also had a lot of people in my life, the majority, that were close to me that felt like I was crazy, out of my mind, a single mom, and I'm going to go do what part-time? Like, how is that even possible? There's no security in that. All of those things that, and those people weren't, um, people of faith, right? And even people of faith would think that that was crazy, I'm sure. But my point is, is that by following God's lead that first time, I ended up going from a personal trainer to thinking that I was going to just do it part-time until I figured out what else I wanted to do, right? That six months of income look goes very fast. And opened or started a boot camp at a park. From there, I started a brick and mortar fitness business. 
And from there, that brick and mortar fitness business had grown, uh, or I was able to grow that brick and mortar fitness business over the course of 10 years. It was a phenomenal experience. And God used that experience once again to continue to refine and cultivate who I need to be in order for the next iteration of what he has me in, right? Running that brick and mortar fitness business, we did well. And interestingly, as much many high achievers, I never really accounted for or gave myself credit for what we actually did. And I say we because it's me and God, by God's strength in me. And along the way, he brought an amazing team. And between between the team and being able to help, you know, 10 years is a long time, thousands of people and those personalities and helping them be a portion of their transformation. It was just such a phenomenal experience. And it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. That being entrepreneur is not for the light of heart. Uh, But within that business, the success that I really only look at in reverse is that by the second year, by in service, by being in service to others, the result was that we had a six-figure business. By year two, it was at multiple six figures. And then we continued to grow every year. Now, the reason I say that is because when I look back, and it actually wasn't until recently, I'm two years out of that 10-year stint, and someone pointed out the likelihood of businesses succeeding in the first place, which I knew that statistic, but then also the average revenue. What we were able to do in that brick and mortar fitness business, a very, very small percentage of businesses ever accomplish to be able to get to that six-figure mark by year two, to be able to get to multiple six figures by year three, it's a phenomenal thing. Even fewer females get to do it. And so when I look back at that accomplishment, when I look back at the challenges, right, we've had in that season of time, there were um, personal, huge personal transformations that took place there or unexpected challenges that took place. There was, um, in one instance, something that happened within the team that I had, you know, at the time really felt like was very much like family. And there was someone not living in integrity and created a huge disruption within, um, as a result of it, when it all came out, it disrupted our clients and in like worst case scenario, right? But because of all of that, it continued to refine and create in me who I need to become for the next iteration. I would not be the woman that I am today if it were not for every single experience. And as a result of that, God continues to reveal to me, like I get to continue to re- to. Um, evolve in my personal relationship with him as a woman, as a leader, but also in my personal relationship with him. The skill of being able to hear from him, the skill of being able to walk in his steps, the skill of allowing adversity to come and not staying in discouragement or despair, the skill of 
being able to communicate and know the needs of another person and being able to discern when, where, and how to meet those needs. These are all things that have been gifted to me because of the experiences that God has walked me through. And so closing the brick and mortar fitness business about two years ago was also unexpected. I've shared this before, but God had given me this vision of a butterfly early in 2020. And at the time, I didn't realize the extent of it. At the time, I knew that it was meant for me and I believed it was meant for the community that we held in the brick and mortar fitness business at the time. And it was this understanding of a moment on a run where God clearly stopped me. And when I asked what I was supposed to be seeing, there was a migration, which is not normal. I don't have like these moments all the time. This is, uh, I'm thankful to have clear connection, but this was a powerful moment. Uh, And the butterflies themselves were the symbol of everything before you was the cocoon, or I'm sorry, everything before you was the caterpillar. And right now, this season that you're in is the cocoon. And on the other side of the cocoon is the beautiful butterfly. Everything you've experienced to date is only the beginning. And this season, which was we had just been, I think we were a week or two out, uh, or a week or two into lockdown, right? This season is the cocoon season. And as a result of that, I did not know from where I sat that I would a year later, almost a year later, no, I'm sorry, not a year later, uh, what would have been six or seven months later, uh, deciding to close the brick and mortar fitness business. I still believed in that moment that that was just saying that, you know, the best is yet ahead. And mind you, we had already experienced phenomenal, amazing things, not just the brick and mortar fitness business, but God, you know, opening an opportunity for me to speak at one of the biggest fitness business summits um, in the world, a couple of years before that, uh, starting the app, you figure for that company as well and building and recording all the workouts and, um, you know, being able to compete and, and uh, being able to just all these things. Like I had had so many phenomenal experiences and God was saying there's even more. And in doing so, when I closed the brick and mortar fitness business, the last couple of years has been a season of pulling back or the last 18 months or so has been a season of pulling back that those layers, almost like the layers of understanding, the layers of an onion into what is next and how this is becoming and how this is transforming. So now back to the podcast in the end of 2020, God made it, I felt this really strong call to start a podcast. And originally it truly just started as a hobby. I love the Facebook community. I get to share on there often. And I just felt like I wanted another platform. And I felt like God was calling me to use the podcast platform to get thoughts out. And so it as I have treated it very much like a hobby. And yet even still, somehow there are women that manage to find the podcast and not only are they listening, which I love all of you guys, but several have reached out and talked about how much it helps, has helped you and how much it has impacted you. And um, I, I, people, women have decided to work f- with me based on this podcast alone. 
And as a result of all of these things, what God has also been doing is refining my message, right? Because in order for me to truly be of the greatest service, I get to continue to work on how I articulate my message, how I articulate the content that I provide for you and in order to be of the highest good. So the original name, Faith, Fitness, and Freedom, covers everything I am passionate about and love to talk about. And freedom for me, entrepreneurship, I should say, ties into freedom uh, greatly because it creates so much personal freedom. It's not for the light of heart, but it does create so much personal freedom that we have also discussed business topics and all those topics because I love business. 13 years entrepreneur, I love business. But as God continues to, over the last year or so, I knew in the end of 2020 that he was calling me to work with women online. And the message that he gave me at the time that I was able to hear and receive was that I was to work with Christian entrepreneurs specifically because that we would be under far greater attack than ever before. And that the ideas associated with being unhealthy, for example, self-care is selfish, and or in the United States, being overweight is normalized. None of that is of God. None of that is of God. And God began, began to reveal to me this understanding of it is now my duty to stand in the gap and be a voice to articulate the importance of our physical well-being. Because from that standpoint, our physical well-being impacts our mental, emotional. It impacts our personal relationship with God. And I've talked about this in, in many of the episodes, right? And so with that, it really is the net, or I should say the next step of that over the last uh, several months or so, I wanna say six or nine months, He has given me these words, kingdom fit. God has given me these words, kingdom fit, to use as a descriptor of being fiercely fit in mind, body, and spirit. Because from that position is where when we are best armed to be at our best so that we can give our best. That it is not something that is second, like low priority. It is the prerequisite for us to be able to stand in everything he has for us and be able to give everything he has called us to give. And I've talked about this in other episodes, but we are each called for a unique and greater purpose, but it is on us to be active participants in that unique and greater purpose. And you can have the best of intentions. You can have a heart of God. You can have a really strong relationship with God. You can be in service. You can be at multiple six figures. You can be at the seven figure mark. And yet, if you are not taking care of yourself, it means that there is even more in you. Because whatever thing acts as a hindrance, it is slowing your race and it is keeping you from the fullest extent of your potential. And in doing so, becoming kingdom fit is the accelerator that allows you to truly maximize your potential, to truly experience for your own good, for like thy kingdom come on earth as it is on heaven. Everything God has for you is meant for you now, not later on, right? There's seasons, there's his timing, all of those things. But I'm saying 
that you are called to be able to enjoy the process, enjoy the journey, have access to his peace, right? All of these things are called to be yours now, but if when we are not experiencing them consistently, it's because something is hindering us. Something is getting in the way. And I know that God has made it very clear to me that the enemy is working overtime to kind of fly under the radar by trying to normalize being overweight, by trying to normalize or minimize when people are turning to food instead of turning to God, whether it's because you're feeling emotional or stressed out, whatever the case may be. When you're in physical discomfort, when you're in physical dis-ease, you are not operating as your best version of yourself. And the best version of yourself is what is required in order for you to achieve the best version of your unique and greater purpose. Fair enough? So that is where the becoming kingdom fit evolved, how it has evolved, is that it is a process. It is a journey. So many of my programs are named Kingdom Fit, right? Kingdom Fit Academy, Kingdom Fit Mastery. And with that, becoming Kingdom Fit is going to be the focus of this podcast. So many of the topics that we've been discussing, it's more so that we are going to get even more laser focused on those specific topics, all things related to becoming fiercely fit in mind, body, and spirit. Fair enough. So as much as I love business, we won't be chatting as much about, we won't be chatting on this podcast about business at all. Uh, We will be focused on becoming kingdom fit as this new direction. I truly believe becoming kingdom fit is a movement that is meant to be normalizing being fiercely fit in mind, body, and spirit among our Christian community. We are called to be set apart. We are not called to look like society. We are not called to live like society. And in the United States alone, where over 70% of Americans are overweight, that is not for us. And it is time to step out of that and step into what God has called us to be and do. And I know you have the greatest of heart and I know that you have a massive mission and you've already created amazing success. And I am clearly, I am only here to say that there is even more once you have a foundation of being fiercely fit in mind, body, and spirit. So that's where we're at. And I'm excited to hear what your thoughts are on this. You will, uh, I would love to invite you if you want to learn more about becoming kingdom fit and really want kind of an intensive on what that looks like and how to apply it in your life. I want to encourage you to click, I'll put it in the show notes, but uh, the link that says becoming kingdom fit. And join me for my free virtual training on becoming kingdom fit, where we'll cover several topics such as why self-care is not selfish, but it's a prerequisite. We'll cover how to fuel your body in ways that allow you to feel amazing without feeling like you have to give up your favorite foods or spend hours at the gym. Being able to truly lose the extra weight for the last time without feeling restricted, no matter how many times you feel like you've failed in the past and no matter how crazy busy your schedule is, I'm going to show you what 
is possible and how to execute it. Fair enough. So with that, I would love to hear your feedback. You can reach out to me at Rebecca at RebeccaTabert.com or click the link in the show notes. Make sure you register for Becoming Kingdom Fit. You can also go to the website and see what other resources and tools are available for you. You can also, of course, join us in Facebook if you're on Facebook in our community and I'll drop a show note um, or a link for that in the show notes as well. So that's all I've got for you today. And I love that you are staying tuned and I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Bye for now.